Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Vegas Therapist. I am your host, Ryan Winder. And remember, what's happening in Vegas is not staying in Vegas, as I bring you helpful tips and all sorts of topic areas, with a Vegas twist of course. So let's get the show started. Welcome, welcome everybody. It's good to have you back in for another episode of The Vegas Therapist. I do have a great show and topic for you again today. Uh, hopefully everybody is doing well and learning how to leverage their shame. I know there's a lot of confusion about what that actually looks like sometimes. Hopefully it got explained well in the episode, but basically that you are managing and controlling your shame versus it controlling you and dictating your actions as far as how you may respond to various situations um, that maybe trigger shame in you, uh, that you're better able to identify it and then respond in a much better way uh, without the shame involved. So that was the the nuts and bolts of it. Um, I just seen how shame is so problematic in our lives and we all feel it. We all experience it. it. It's not anything that we can escape. So hopefully that was helpful and uh, you're on to better things. Um, if you're a first time or recently joined the show, there's always the opportunity to go and be a part of the Vegas Therapist podcast group on Facebook. Um, uh, I'll post things on there and people can comment and different things like that. So feel free to do that. Also, if you're enjoying the show and you have not done this yet, please go to Apple iTunes and rate and review the show. That would be great. Uh, so for today's topic, we're going to be talking about survivor stories or our survival story, hero stories, however you want to look at them. But I'm going to give you some background. I've, I have some, some notes that I'm looking at. Hopefully, I kind of want to just go um, and give you the feel of this. So I'm going to divert from my notes and... Uh, I don't have to find my place in them. So, um, but I wanted to just kind of tell you how this episode came to be. So it started with a session on Friday, not really thinking about this being the episode, but this is kind of the beginning part of it. Uh, I've been working with this client who's had some, uh, who had a very traumatic incident in their life uh, that involved sexual abuse. And it has been a challenge for them in the healing process for various reasons and complexities within the abuse and uh, just a lot of different things. And um, had counseling in the past and um, some of that good, some of that not so good. But um, uh, she switched over to me uh, a few months ago and we've been working together. And, and one of the biggest challenges that we've run into recently is just this feeling of uh, bearing a responsibility or feeling like some part of that was their fault. Uh, the abuse, meaning the abuse that, that, that was some, some aspect of that was their fault. And so we've really been trying to work on that and look at that as far as like how the shame is impacting that. And, and, um, and our session on, on Friday, it was just, I felt like it kind of hit this wall of just, you know, really trying to help her to feel, this sense of it not being her fault. And, um, and not that I was, I wasn't frustrated, just like, I think just from the depths of my soul, if you want to say, I really just wanted her to feel that in no way was this her fault. 
and that the abuser was was a hundred and fifty percent responsible um and that you know that hopefully she could begin to learn how to let that go so that was part one of kind of where this episode kind of started to form having that experience with her part two came saturday afternoon i was listening to a talk and the talk was about survivor stories and about people who have well, first of all, I guess just our fascination that we have in 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 the world with survival stories, people overcoming major obstacles, um, uh, you know, and the, and the talk kind of went on to talk about you know just different variations of those survival stories, um, you know, ones in which people, especially these are the kinds of ones he focused on, ones in which people experience various forms of abuse, like physical, emotional, sexual. Um, but yet, you know, I've been able to overcome those things and those experiences. And obviously, in order to do that, it takes a great deal of of uh, of work and effort um, and, like I said, heroics. But the one thing that the person said, and they said this very um, poignantly and very directly and just kind of was conveying that message that I was trying to convey to this client on friday was it is not your fault it is the abuser's fault they're responsible they are the ones that have to take on or you know whether now or at a later point depending on what you believe they will have to take that on and uh and so it just was really validating for me in the sense of just wanting to have that same you know having that same conversation with that person and just kind of wanting her to feel that sense of, of letting go of that uh, and not feeling responsible, but also this notion of survival story and just kind of, you know, for her to more appreciate her ability to, I guess, do life in spite of that abuse in spite of those challenges and that's kind of where the the notion of the survivor story comes in and and that's where the thought for me just was like you know what we need to be better at appreciating and validating our own survivor stories uh, because they're meaningful and they're important to us and they they help us to as we do that uh, they help us to um, I guess just see see ourselves through a different lens rather than you know something that's happened to us we can you know we can see it as something that we've overcame and so i just i just felt like i wanted to ha- do an episode on survivor stories hero stories however we want to look at them um and and really hope that that each of us will take time to kind of really reflect on our own story and i'll get more into that as i go into the episode but that's kind of what the context is of this and just wanting people to feel and honor their own story. Um, obviously, when we look at you know things like abuse, you know, and different things like that, you know, we may not immediately put ourselves in that category of survival. But again, this episode is for everybody. It's for everyone who has overcome anything, big, small, whatever. Um, and so, I hope you'll continue, obviously, to listen. When we think about overcoming something oftentimes especially with abuse and stuff you know a lot of times the shame that we feel in relation to that is is a big part or it gets connected to that abuse or whatever thing that we've gone through and that tends to just amplify the challenge to to working through it 
you know, things also like the shoulds or like I'd already mentioned, it's my fault are statements that victims often get overcome by, which often prevent them from reaching out for help, you know, for the abuse or for any type of therapy or healing, because, you know, they just carry that shame of, of, of the shoulds and the idea that, you know, they did something to deserve this. Um, the other thing that the thing that the talk made me think about was, uh, just, uh, the importance, um, you know, uh, I guess for us to, to look within and, and like I said, to kind of really pull out our own stories, not to, not to minimize anything. Um, you know, I know a lot of times we might be thinking, you know, within our own selves, like, oh, well, I had a pretty good life or, or maybe, um, you know, we're minimizing again, what we've kind of gone through. It wasn't really that bad. It wasn't, you know, abusive like other people or whatever. Um, but we need, we just need to, you know, not let that come into play here. Uh, I know many times in therapy when I've, when I've mentioned the word trauma to people, people are really quick to say, no, I don't have any trauma. And then, you know, of course we do our regular digging and exploratory kind of stuff. And then, oh, there's that. Maybe I, maybe I do have some trauma. Um, and that's because, you know, the reality is we all have some form of trauma. If you want to define it as big T, little T, that's, that's often what, what is used nowadays, big T, little T, but regardless, it's still trauma. And I wanted to read a little thing from the, from an article that I found this week, um, that talks about this and it said, well, some things may be more horrific and other things may seem inconsequential. Uh, but here are some factors depending on the age of the occurrence, the emotional, mental, and physical resources the person had at that age, as well as any other prior traumas, they all can determine the extent to which the person experiences a trauma. So there's a lot of different factors that go into it. I mean, it can be, you know, simple things, but just right place, right time. You know, you could get locked in a closet as a three-year-old, nothing bad about your life, nothing bad about your parents, but you get locked in there accidentally. You're in the dark, you know, you're, nobody finds you maybe for 15, 20 minutes. And next thing you know, you got, you know, trauma of the dark and, uh, or something like that. So, and maybe that's a different thing, but it's still some type of trauma. Uh, that again is reflective of us all having experience with that. Um, so again, you know, as you think about kind of where I'm heading with this, uh, it really is just for us to, uh, think about our survivor story, our, our own survivor story, our own hero story. I just kind of use those two words, you know, synonymously, um, because there's a great deal of strength that we can draw from the recognition of what we've been able to overcome and achieve in our life strength that we may need now or in the future for some other challenge or obstacle. That's another important part of this is that, you know, we need to uh, think about that is that uh, we may need that strength that we've already had in other situations. We may need to draw on that at a different time in our life. So as you think about your own story and what, what, survival moments, hero moments that you have, what things you've overcome. There could be a few blocks that you may be facing in your present perspective of your story. And the first being is that we may just be stuck in more of a victim mindset. Maybe we have th thoughts like, well, nothing tends to go right for me. 
we may see ourselves as someone who life happens to everything happens to me or there's no no way of kind of getting around it but the more that we see ourselves as a victim the more we tend uh, to stay stuck in our current state now that's not to say and this is very important it's not to say that there are not victims in things that you know obviously we talked about i talked about sexual abuse and you know physical abuse mental abuse any of those types of abuses um or other situations as well there are victims it's just more about how do we want to see ourselves in that situation long term what do we want to define us as far as what's happened to us do we want to only be a victim or again do we want to be a survivor or even a hero of our circumstances and you know in in my in my thinking of this like i said i'm i'm, I'm looking at uh the survivor hero is the same but it's it's someone who has i'm just going to define it so survivor hero they are someone who has discovered strength and skill through their difficulties someone who has risen above challenges challenges such as trauma maybe parental divorce death addiction of self or others loved ones that they know maybe even it's just hey the odds were stacked against you life kind of dealt you a bad hand different challenges maybe maybe you stepped in something and it kind of set you back in life and now you have to overcome something it could be bullying it could be a mean teacher uh it could be failures that you experienced early on in life you know whatever it may be there's something there's something that we have in there that we've gone through and that we need to honor as far as our ability to even just get through it just even to manage it you know sometimes um just the fact that we got through it is enough of a survival enough of, of something to honor but there's just so many different survival stories out there um that we need to to celebrate you have your own you need to own it appreciate it and most of all you need to love yourself for it um i was thinking about this one and this is kind of like a little bit of like a, a shout out to to one of the listeners that i know is always supportive of the podcast and um you know gives good feedback and stuff so i wanted to talk a little bit about um somebody who has an amazing survivor hero story and really it, it really a lot of it started out just from a place of like kind of like what i was saying before but the odds just sort of stacked against you or maybe weren't in your favor or maybe people kind of thought you were gonna you were doomed from the start of something because of the circumstances and so this is about my friend shannon and uh you know shannon was um probably in most cases maybe from the outside had a good good life good good growing up years i think maybe had different challenges growing up I, I don't really you know know the exactness of her growing up but but i know um hey we all we make mistakes and sometimes things happen um she was married young and was expecting at the time of getting married you know 19 years old a lot of times people don't give people like that much of a chance um because it's it's a difficult place to start a life from um you know and then you go on and you try to you know make the best of it and like i said maybe there's the naysayers maybe there's people that are thinking okay this isn't going to work um but her and her husband have proven that all wrong they have you know built a great life they've done incredible things they have incredible kids um that are 
are wonderful. And I mean, it didn't even just end with that. I mean, there was a death of a brother. There was cancer for her. There was, you know, other things that she went through that, you know, uh, she had to face. And, and again, it started in this place of like, Hey, you know, life's kind of against you. What are you going to do? But what did she do? And what did her husband do? They both just worked and they worked hard and they sacrificed and they built a great life. And then they had to, uh, endure other challenges. And, um, just, like I said, just an inspiring, um, story. And she's just a, a wonderful giving person who would give you the shirt off her back. And, uh, I mean, a lot of that just comes from the things that she's experienced and gone through and, you know, are now, uh, her strengths. And so those are the kinds of things. And, and again, maybe that again, sounds like a lot. And those are the kinds of things that like, well, I'm not that person, or I didn't go through that much, but like I said before, it, it, it can be anything that we experience, but we just need to kind of look at it and try to honor it more in our life. And like I said, love ourselves for it. Um, even somebody like Elizabeth Smart, who went through so many, you know, such a horrific thing, um, we might think, well, she's different or she's special or she's amazing or whatever it is that we say about her that we don't want to say about us. But what really sets her apart? I mean, I think the biggest thing is that she just would not allow herself to be defined by her abuse, by her, by that situation. She was just not going to do that. And instead she turned it into, you know, a fight, a plight, a, a story, a hero's journey, whatever you want to call it. But the biggest thing is just, like I said, she just didn't want to be defined by that trauma, by that abuse. And so that's the path that she, she took. Um, so as we think about that and we think about, again, our story, I just want to kind of mention some benefits to what can come from honoring or celebrating our story. Uh, this kind of, this comes from a book and it talks about the, the idea that positive changes are more likely to occur in a person's life when they do the following. So these are one of three things, but again, it's in relation to our story. First, you have to have a bright recollection of times in your life when you've handled something well. Second, when you're able to talk about your problems being outside yourself rather than something that defines who he or she is. Again, that's going back to the Elizabeth Smart thing. She just was not going to be defined by that problem. It wasn't going to be the thing that she uh, was going to let be her her thing. Um, so she turned it around and and made it into, again, a hero's journey. The third thing is that we need to be able to see ourselves as one who has risen above obstacles, conquered difficulties, and has been able to wrestle problems to the ground when we feel honed by and not overwhelmed by the challenge that we faced. Now, as you think about this one, again, especially, you know, thinking about conquering difficulties or overcoming obstacles, let's not sell ourselves short there. Um, you know, don't try to minimize the things that you've gone through the obstacles that you faced in your life because our obstacles are our our obstacle our, our, our obstacles are our obstacles and so we just need to appreciate for what they are big small whatever they could be big to us small to somebody else it doesn't really matter when we start comparing it just kind of falls apart anyway so don't sell yourself short as you reflect on the things that you've experienced in trying to shift that mindset to a, a surviving slash hero story um 
And especially one thing as you go through that is just to remind yourself that your story is not one of a damaged, not good enough or broken person, but it is rather a story of a survivor or even a hero. And like I said, I just, you know, really felt strongly about passing that message along, hoping that each of us would kind of reflect back onto our story and think differently about the things that we've gone through, think about it in a different way, see the positive, see the good in ourselves and really try to honor that. I just, I said, there's too much negative out there right now, too many negative things going on. And it's just really easy to get bogged down on it and to lose sight of all the good, of all the people that experience difficulties and push through and get through and overcome and you're one of them and you need to see yourself as one of those one of those people so i really hope that you you try to do that and so i want to give you a couple of things to kind of help you with that so this is kind of your homework your assignment and it really goes down into two parts the first part is if you're having trouble with this you know just thinking about it take some time and just rewrite your story write a story of your life but now in this in this situation, write it from the perspective as of the hero or the survivor. You know, this one is one that features you rising above the challenges, honoring yourself for what you've overcome and the obstacles that you faced. And then as you do that, as you feel that sense of power that comes from writing your story in that way, just see what you discover about yourself. What are you drawn to do in your life when you see yourself? Um, in this new life, you might be surprised that maybe this kind of gives you that added strength to do something that maybe you didn't feel like you could do. Maybe it's like you're, you know, in your thirties or something and you want a career change and you want to go back to school and do something different. And now all of a sudden you see that, oh, wait a second, I can do that. I have that strength. I've did it in this point in my life, or I've done this in my life. And maybe that just gives you the added boost that you need. So watch for that as you take on that assignment. The second part, it's kind of more of a short term thing, but even just thinking about yourself more in the present moment, acting from the place of a hero or survivor with a different mindset of who you are. Uh, try writing the next week of your life in advance. What hero-like things will you do, say, think, and feel? So just think about that. Maybe you got some big things coming up this week. Maybe you got some, some things that you're going through. Maybe you got a big interview with something. Who knows what it might be, but just try seeing yourself in that place of a hero, of somebody who has overcome obstacles. What things would you say, do, think, and feel in a different way as you enter that situation or go throughout that week? What kind of things would you take on in a different way? What kind of things might you confront? Might, what kind of things might you change uh, as you feel yourself in that perspective? So that's my challenge to you. Uh, I hope you enjoy the, the episode. I know it's a little bit of a different dynamic. It's kind of one that just sort of hit me. And I just felt like I said before, I just wanted to, to share with, with each of you about what I was thinking about and about the idea of us really honoring and appreciating the things that we've experienced and shifting that focus into more of a, of a hero slash survivor story and seeing ourselves in that, in that light. So this is the Vegas therapist signing off until next time. Psych. I wanted to share one last thing um, as I think about it, because 
this part of what happened to me this last week, as far as like thinking about our story and kind of what I said before is like, as you think about your story, you know, what kind of things does it propel you towards doing? And I think through this last week and feeling those things, I really felt kind of reinvigorated by my own story and my own sense of purpose with that story. And shortly after hearing that talk, I reached out to that client and just let her know I was thinking about her and just was hoping that she would have the opportunity to hear this talk as well. And um, just because it just made me think about her and and I just felt like if she could hear those words too, um, that they would be really important for her. And um, so I just want to share with you a little bit about... um, what she had, she sent me an email back and she just said, um, I hope you know how grateful I am for your help. It took over a year and a half for me to feel comfortable with my last counselor. And it's been much quicker with you. Um, just kind of re looking at at this thing. I don't, don't need to, um, share the whole thing. Um, but she says, but I'm thankful that things happened the way they did, that we were able to switch, that I was able to switch counselors even though it has been difficult to start over. So you are more accepting of whatever I say, regardless of how I say it. I appreciate that and that you make an effort to accommodate my schedule. The conference talk was huge for me and it meant a lot that you made sure I saw it. So those are the moments that really, you know, take hold of you and make you feel like it's, it's worth it. You know, the, the efforts that you put in to helping others, um, really is appreciated. And again, it's not so much to boast me up, but it's just more about those are the things that we can do when we really feel that sense of power within our own story and what that can drive us to do. And that's something that my story has really helped me with is that I've wanted to help others and wanted to help them through their pain and their challenges. And so when, like I said, when you get things like that, it really does make it worth it. So I hope that you um, can have the same experience with reflecting on your story, reflecting on the strength and power that it can give to you and the sense of purpose for doing better and greater things in your life. Um, I know that that's what we can draw from our story. And so now this is the Vegas Therapist signing off until next time. We'll